One, two, three, four. Screen time, screen time, screen time, screen time. It's my screen time too. Screen time, screen time, screen time. Hello, and welcome to It's My Screen Time Too, the podcast where two moms desperately try to escape constantly talking about their children by talking about children's television programming. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katie. (laughs) And I'm Deborah. And I have three kids. I have a seven-year-old named Tony and twins named Libby and Nate, who are four and a half. And I have just the one kid. His name is Jay, and he's going to be two tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Jay. Oh, I know. I was a little weepy when I was putting him to bed tonight. (laughs) Oh, two's a good age. (laughs) I agree. It's going pretty well, aside from the constant tantrums. Yeah. So on the eve of his birthday, are you considering any changes to your non-policy screen time policy? (laughs) No, I think we'll pretty much just keep it the same. Uh, Half an hour before bed to calm him down. How about you? How's the summer screen time going? Well, we've been to see a couple of movies in the theater. Um, We saw the Captain Underpants movie, which was exceeded my expectations it was pretty funny did you read those books to the kids tony has read some of those books Mm -hmm. on his own and i've read some parts of them to him libby and nathan are not really into it yet and i i don't think it's quite age appropriate for them okay i don't know i've never even jumped into that world obviously i know captain underpants exists but beyond that nothing well, we took, I took my three kids plus one of Tony's friends to it. And then on the ride, bringing the friend home, he said that he didn't get the joke where, about Uranus. Oh. <laughs> so then Tony and I explained to him why it was funny. <laughs> When we dropped him off, I just had to be like, sorry. (laughs) But she thought it was funny, too. So (laughs) That's good. At least your your son's friend's moms have a good sense of humor. She was familiar with the books, so she knew what to expect. (laughs) And we also saw Despicable Me 3 in the theater when it came out a couple weeks ago. And I would say thumbs up really do it i mean how do you feel about the franchise in general i liked all the other movies a lot better than this one okay that's interesting my kevin is a huge my kevin my husband kevin (laughs) is a huge fan of the despicable me movies (laughs) not the kevin that looks like a tic tac my actual husband (laughs) he really likes those movies and he was really excited for number three well, I am curious to see what he thought. So that, that's just the addition to our, in addition to regular screen time at home, we've been seeing some more movies than we normally would. So beyond the movies, do you have any cute kid stories from the week? Well, we were dropping off my seven-year-old at a day camp mm-hmm. at a little, at a park by our house. And I was going somewhere else with 
Libby and Nathan afterwards. So I drove, I wouldn't normally drive there, but I drove there. We got out of the car, started walking into the community center and I looked over and I was like, Libby, where are your pants? <laughs> Cause I'm always trying to get them to dress themselves because they can, they don't like to. And she did, but forgot anything on the bottom. Luckily I had a spare pair of shorts in my bag. You are an excellent mom. I wonder how they always carry extra clothes, even if your kids are way past the point of potty training. (laughs) I'm just wondering how, like, you strapped her. Does she just use a booster now? Like, how did you? No, she's in a full car seat. I just didn't notice. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Jay hasn't gone anywhere naked this week, but we have finally happened on a bedtime routine that works, and I think it makes me look good as a mom, so I'm going to share it. Okay. Jay will go to bed without a fuss, but only if I give him like two books to sit and read and don't like force him to lay down. (laughs) That sounds good. Which I think is really cute. So I just leave him in his crib chilling, reading books. That's great. And then he goes to sleep on his own? Yeah, he just passes out. Do it. That's awesome. All right. Should we jump into our to today's topic? Teen Beach Movie. Woo! I do like it. When I exclaimed the title, so I, I'm gonna do it every time. I do like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Teen Beach movie, you guys. This is really exciting. This is a Disney Channel original movie, and let me see if I can summarize because there was whoa a lot going on. <laughs> Agreed. So Teen Mackenzie, who goes by Mac spends an idyllic day surfing and goofing around at the beach with her boyfriend, Brady, before blindsiding him with the information that she's leaving town the next day to attend a prestigious prep school. She decides to surf one last wave right before she leaves using her grandfather's mystical surfboard. And the weather gets really bad, so Brady dives in to rescue her, and they both get rolled up by this monster wave. And when they surface, they are in this calm, sunny ocean, and they wander ashore, and they find that they are actually in Brady's favorite movie, the 1962 Beach Blanket musical, Wet Side Story. (laughs) Uh, While trying to get back to the real world, they disrupt the plot of the movie when the main biker girl, Layla, and surfer boy, Tanner, fall for Brady and Mac instead of one another. In order to make it home, Brady and Mac have to restore the movie's plot. They have to bring the original lovebirds together, unite their rival gangs of surfers and bikers, and foil the plot of an evil real estate developer named Les Camembert and his plot to ruin the weather on the beach forever with a hilarious weather machine. All this has to happen while they're participating in sunny 60s musical numbers and over the course of their machinations mac also strikes a blow for feminism and convinces layla that she doesn't have to only do what boys want her to do and she should follow her heart and then when brady and mac eventually make it back home mac follows her own advice and opts to stay at the beach with brady instead of going to prep school how was that good you think it was comprehensive enough 
So like I said, it was a Disney Channel original movie, came out in 2013, and it is currently available to stream on Hulu or for purchase or rental via Amazon. Uh, We chose it because, guys, the dog days of summer are upon us, and we wanted to tackle something specific to summertime, and we really haven't talked about teen programming at all before, so we thought we may as well kill two birds with one stone. Also, I unabashedly love musicals, and Deborah loves music, which I feel (laughs) like are two different things, and we'll see how that uh, affects our opinion of this fine film. And it was on Hulu, so now I have a Hulu trial, which will turn into a subscription. Yeah, are you already hooked? I feel like I should watch The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, probably. I feel like it's our obligation as women. Right. And I'm either binge it now which is unlikely or I just let my trial roll into a subscription yeah that's a hard one to consider binging I mean I know the uh entire twitter verse binged it but it's it's rough I really only want to do an hour at a time yeah and if you have little kids you barely even have an hour at a time yeah true And also, I would say it's a surf movie. I didn't really know that when we picked it, but I was pleasantly surprised to learn that it was a surf movie. I love surf movies. Really? Yeah, my brother and I used to watch, like, National Geographic or Discovery Channel. Oh, so, like, real surfing. Okay. I've never surfed in my life. I mean, I live in Minnesota. There's no ocean here. But I love watching it on TV. That's awesome. You know, my husband used to surf when we first met. He was really into it. And during our initial courtship phase, he did the thing that probably every guy who surfs does and tried to teach me how to surf. And it was a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) It was really bad. I am not meant to surf. So what did you, what were your overall first thoughts about the movie? Yay or nay? A cautious yay. I mean, see if you're on the same page. Like, it was pretty transparent that this was a mashup of a lot of very well-known movie plots. And the primary ones I could see were obviously West Side Story with the whole wet Mm -hmm. side story thing. Gidget with the surfing. Grease with the uh, Mm -hmm. musical numbers. Back to the Future with the whole time travel aspect uh, with a little dash of I thought Pleasantville thrown in there even though that's not exactly a classic but that's Mm -hmm. what it reminded me of I don't know did you see anything else well just a quick note Barry Boswick Uh played the the grandpa and he was actually in Greece he was that's what IMDB says who was he in Greece I don't know (laughs) I thought he looked familiar so I just I thought he was the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Am I thinking of someone he else? He is. Oh, okay, no, okay. He is. Okay. Yeah. That too. I also thought of The Wizard of Oz because they like ride into a magical land on a natural phenomenon. Yeah, that might be better um, than then, Pleasantville. <laughs> well, and then when they get to the beach, it's like we welcome you to Munchkin Land only with like multicolored like surfboards and swimming suits and towels. Uh, it also reminded me 
This is maybe just wishful thinking. Fast times at Richmond High. Um, that was just wishful thinking. Yeah, it just wishful fast thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they wish. <laughs> I was just waiting for the Sean Penn character, and he never. Really <laughs> I also wrote down Blue Crush and Surfwise. Blue Crush because of that amazing soundtrack. Surfwise is like a documentary about surfing family it has nothing to do with teen beach movie no i mean i've definitely seen blue crush but you've seen more like real surf movies than i have i just feel like once i let myself get used to the fact that there was nothing original about the plot and they were essentially just cobbling together various movies that i loved at various points in my life i i had a lot of fun and i had to ask myself why because i didn't want to like it i wanted to be rolling my eyes and huffing at every unoriginal thing that happened but everyone in the cast was just selling it they were all so into it it just felt like watching a bunch of young theater kids just loving being theater kids and their enthusiasm just I couldn't hate it well and I loved the dancing I thought they were all really good Mm -hmm. I don't usually watch a lot of this kind of thing so I don't have much to compare it to but I enjoyed the dan- I enjoyed the musical numbers. It was nice because it was shot in a really straightforward manner, and you could actually see all the choreography. Yeah, that's true. Which you yeah. know I was into. I also loved the adult villains. They, in particular, were selling it to the hilt. They just knew the kind of cheese they were manufacturing, and they were just wading through it. It was beautiful. That was like the time they were the. Um time travel like the weather tower yeah yes right yeah so the who's the guy from back to the future doc uh yeah the sort of doc brown ish character but they were evil doc brown yeah evil doc brown exactly (laughs) disney disney channel evil like very very cliche yeah so obviously one of them was british (laughs) yeah (laughs) i thought that the that the actual songs were I didn't enjoy the actual songs. I thought they were too, like one was straight up derivative of Summer Lovin'. Mm -hmm. It was like the boys like this, the girls like this. Yeah. And the tune was even like Foundation of Summer. And there was a lot of like, I felt the shoe up, I felt the shoe (laughs) up, like too much, I thought. Yeah. And there was the one, there was the first biker number that was like very much supposed to be the West Side Story number. And I guess it came out more in the choreography, so I didn't mind it as much because I love that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yes, the musical numbers themselves were fine as vehicles for some good dancing, but I certainly didn't find myself humming them afterwards. It was not Gershwin. No. (laughs) Not Gershwin. I could not hum you a bar. (laughs) No. There was a good duet between Brady and Mac, though, I think, just because I liked their harmony together. Was that the one they sang about not wanting to sing? Ukulele music in the background. Okay, yeah. Um, So Mac was, they were fretting about being sucked into this musical world, and they sang a song because they couldn't help singing. Yeah, it was adorable. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts specific to the plot? I mean, there's not, other than saying it's spectacularly derivative, I don't know what else to say about it. I, uh, 
It was totally predictable. I think even I think the audience it was made for would find it predictable too. Even if I don't know, like a twelve year old. I hope so. I fervently hope so. <laughs> they well maybe not because they wouldn't have seen all those movies that we've seen. I know that makes me really sad. I wouldn't ever, ever, ever want them to sit down and watch West Side Story for the first time and be like, oh, this is just like Teen Beach Movie. Oh, (laughs) no, that probably happens. (laughs) That makes me really sad. And then they'll be like, this is like a racist Teen Beach Movie. (laughs) (laughs) So that might be okay. Yeah, because Teen Beach Movie was only racist against New Yorkers. There were some hilariously <laughs> bad New York accents on the part of the biker really gang. Bad, it was really, really funny. Bad. What about the rest of the cast? We kind of touched on the villains, but I liked the I liked the actress who played Mac. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good. I thought, I mean, they were just so cheesy. <laughs> like, the, like the giggles, one of the characters. The they were just right? so giggles was one oh of the right girl yeah characters. Mm-hmm. And they were just like caricatures. Right, right. But I thought the actors who played the caricatures were good at it. Right, because they were totally into it. I IMDb'd the guy who played Brady, the boyfriend. And <laughs> um, he's from this Disney show that I've never seen called Austin and Allie because I don't have tween kids yet. And I think that's the demo that that would be geared toward. But... Then I looked at his most recent project, and he's set to play Jeffrey Dahmer in a movie about high school Jeffrey Dahmer. Gross. There was a photo. It was super creepy. Oh, he was so peppy, too. I know. (laughs) I never want to see that movie. (laughs) There were times where I thought he was a bad actor, but it might have been the dialogue. Yeah. It's hard to deliver bad dialogue in a convincing way. Like I said, for me, it wasn't really about being convinced by their performances so much as being impressed by their enthusiasm. Maybe that's just the mom in me. I wanted to give them all blue ribbons. You did great. Great try, sweetie. (laughs) There was just a part where it was the part where the storm was brewing and Mac was out trying to surf and then showed the grandfather looking off into the distance and he said, I don't like the look of the sky. And then it showed like three shots of different surfers just falling off their board. <laughs> and then it showed Brady and he said, you're right. That doesn't look good. She's got to get in. This looks bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I re- you know, well, you don't rewind on Hulu, but I went back and watched it again, so I got the exact dialogue right. It was, it was pretty hilarious because Barry Boswick, who was by all accounts their like big star for the movie, he <laughs> seemed to have zero concern for his granddaughter's well-being. That guy looks bad. Yeah, I don't know if I have any other thoughts on casting. How about you? I do not. I am wondering what you think about who the intended, like, who really is going to watch Teen Beach Movie. Do you think it's like, I think it's more tweens that are going to watch it. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that because there's so much teen content now. And I feel like not only is it geared towards 
teenagers, but it's often geared towards adults. I feel like so many adults just, as a matter of course, watch a lot of programming about teenagers. I am like on the one of CW. Those yeah, like on the CW. Shows on the CW. I guess I'm thinking specifically of the show 13 Reasons Why because we just watched it. So compared to that content, this was just so vanilla that I can't imagine a teenager or an adult that watches that content watching this and being satisfied. It was not edgy at all, which I think it would be fine for like a sleepover of, I don't know, like 10 to 12 year old girls. Yeah. seems what it's perfect for. Like, there was not even a kiss at the end of the movie. None of the romances were consummated with anything other than a hug. They didn't kiss at all? They didn't. Well, at least Mac and Brady didn't. I don't know if uh, if uh, Layla and Tanner did, maybe. Maybe their lips just got close. I feel, yeah. I mean, there I was some don't... suggestive hand-holding. Yeah, it does seem to me that it's geared more towards tweens. I wonder if they're still watching because I feel like this was sort of still riding the wave of high school musical because that was like Disney Channel movies biggest hit right yeah but you never hear about them anymore you know I feel like even as an adult in the world you heard about this phenomenon called high school musical you yeah never I he- never watched it but I like I know even like the stars for yeah actors from it but you just don't, they don't have the same kind of impact. So I wonder if even the tweens are drifting away. Oh, that makes me sad. This seems perfect for like a kid, a girl, right? Yeah. It's more for girls, I feel like. Because it's not, I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, I would love it if young guys could be brought up to appreciate the magic of 60s pop music. Right. But it seems like. Well, it seems good for kids who are a little older than, like, the Disney cartoon movies, animated movies. Right. But not ready for 13 Reasons Why, which is, like, about suicide, right? Did we already talk about that? Yeah, yeah. That show is yeah. not appropriate for teenagers, even. <laughs> yeah. But it was so pretty good. good for, like, late elementary yeah. middle school. Yeah. I was, and this is something we usually talk about later, but I feel like it's a natural segue. Do you remember what you watched as a tween? Like, I don't feel like like this category existed for us. Ooh, that is a good question. I feel like maybe Saved by the Bell, and that was it. Uh, I feel like MTV, like reality. Yeah. Like, like reality, like the dawning of reality TV on MTV was happening then. Yeah, you just segued straight from straight up kids Saturday mornings to like, Watching Dirty Dancing and Real World New York. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and like pe- people with HIV on Real World. Is that the name of the show? The Real World? Like the one, yeah. With Pedro? Like stranger, strangers live in a house. Yeah. What happens when they... <laughs> when people <laughs> s- stop being nice and start getting real. Yeah. And, oh, the San Francisco one is, like, etched in my memory really well. I remember the first New York one where the guy got his tongue bit off. (laughs) Those are some harsh realities to confront as a tween. (laughs) And our parents, like, they didn't know what those shows were because it was so new. They didn't know that we probably shouldn't have been watching (laughs) it. 
music videos. I mean, my brother and I watched a lot of music videos. Yeah, I was never cool enough for music videos. I'm just dating myself, I think. No, 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 not at all. A lot of my friends were cool enough for music videos. I just was not. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have to think a bit more about what I watched as a junior high. I'm dating myself again. I'm so old I went to a junior high and not a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> it just transitioned the year that I went from being a junior high to a middle school. So I'm almost oh, right there just, with you. It's a baby. <laughs> As far as theatrically released musicals go, they don't make a lot of earnest musicals anymore. I mean... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, a couple years ago, you got a very earnest production of Les Mis, which they released theatrically, and I loved, of course. But, like, prior to that, the only musicals that would get released are musicals that claim to be upending the form somehow. Like... You got Chicago, and they were like, oh, well, it's fine, because all the musical numbers are like a cabaret show, so they're breaking the fourth wall, and blah, 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 blah. Or mm-hmm. you got Moulin Rouge that was like, oh, no, it's all one big David Bowie rock number. So it was just nice to see something that was just a musical and wasn't really trying to be anything else, mm-hmm. and certainly wasn't trying to surprise you. Uh, total side note that has nothing to do with anything, but I forgot to mention it right up top when we first started talking. When they did the transition between the modern world and the 60s world, they had the backgrounds perfect. Like the when they were in the ocean and they were doing the surfing, it was like the shaky cam like you would find on a surf movie like Blue Crush. And then when they switched oh, right. to the 60s, it was like that total like flat background it was like you were watching Gidget it was it was a really adorable little touch (laughs) good point you're a good you're good at this Katie well I (laughs) I watched a lot of those like I mean you were watching the National Geographic surf movies and I was watching Gidget so (laughs) I'm familiar (laughs) yeah that's a good point so does this compare for you to any adult movie or show? We talked about all of the movies that are kind of mashed up into the creation of the unoriginal Teen Beach movie. Yeah, I mean, to me, the only one that felt like maybe it was a coincidental similarity was Pleasantville, which is a movie from the late 90s. Did you see it? I remember it. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a really sweet movie. It's sort of similarly was themed. Was Reese Witherspoon in that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Tobey Maguire. And they're yeah. siblings and they get sucked into the TV version of 1950. sort of like Leave it to Beaver, America. They learn important lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even that was a much grittier take on things. As I mean, it wasn't gritty at all. But compared to this, Nutella is gritty. <laughs> How about you? Did you think of anything? Just the ones that we talked about. I didn't come up with anything beyond that. We always talk about the gritty HBO reboot, and I don't know any tween or teenage actors. Same. And I want to point out that I know you don't watch Girls, but in the last season of Girls, Hannah goes to the beach, and she has an affair with her surf instructor, played by Riz Ahmed. And... Teen Beach movie has already been remade grittier <laughs> on HBO. So oh, Lena Dunham, you think of everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, done. HBO does not need our help. 
I guess we already talked about whether or not it was better when we were kids. Well, I had another thought. Did you ever watch The Wonder Years? Yeah, you're right. But that was one that of those. That was sort of tweenish. I feel like age. that was one of those things where you aged with him because he started out as a kid. Mm-hmm. So it was just a coincidence. Which I guess it was sort of the same with like Full House. You kind of just kept watching that as the characters got older, you know? Right. I guess shows just don't stay on that long anymore. Yeah, that was a long running show. Is that on Hulu? Can I binge the Wonder Years while I've got my Hulu trial? Uh, I know it's on one of the streaming services because I had heard that, uh, that a lot of people are very upset that they couldn't get the music rights because the Wonder Years made use of a lot of iconic songs. Yeah. Oh, but they don't get to play those? I don't think they got all of them. So there are some key scenes that people treasure from their childhood that are set to different music. Oh, that would ruin it. I have to say that I rarely notice that. People have to point it out to me, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Unless it's really egregious. I rarely remember. So would you ever watch this alone, <laughs> voluntarily? Um, yeah, I kind of think, like, if I were really down, like, in a really, really bad mood, and something more subtle just couldn't do it, like, mm-hmm. I watch a lot of musicals, so, like, there are some go-tos for if when I'm crabby. Like, if Singing in the Rain or An American in Paris are just too high class for me, like, I just need some sort of blunt instrument to make me feel better, (laughs) I would turn to Teen Beach Movie. (laughs) How about you? I would like to hear that song, the duet between Brady and Mac again. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't watch this again, although I have some respect for the made for Disney Channel movies genre. Have you watched any of the others? No. Yeah. Because we were a bit no. too old when they started really turning them out. Yeah. I would keep this in mind for like we do movie night at home every once in a while and when my kids are a little older. Mm-hmm. I think this this movie or others like it would fit the bill. Yeah, definitely. There's a sequel, too. <laughs> oh. I just noticed because I was searching for it, so obviously Teen Beach Movie 2 came up as well. <laughs> so if you're ever feeling really sad, or next time I'm feeling really sad, maybe I'll watch the sequel. <laughs> All right, so you kind of did 10 seconds on whether this is good for our kids. Right. So, ratings? How many stars? You know, I gave Mary Ellen five stars, and I thought this was every bit as fun, although I feel weird giving it five stars. So maybe I'll just give it like a 4.5. That's decent. Maybe we were too, maybe we were too easy on Mary Ellen. I think I'll give this four stars. Yeah, I think we were just so excited to find something we didn't hate. Like, we were doing a lot of stuff that was not good before Mary Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) She was our little ray of sunshine in a bad, bad wake. <laughs> we should maybe just do a little analysis of, like, if it's a preschool show, how many stars do we give it versus if it's No, that's not the point. The point is how we <laughs> feel about it. <laughs> yes. But, yes, overall, Teen Beach Movie, great fun, I thought. Thanks for listening to this episode of It's My Screen Time 2. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 
you can tweet us with show or movie suggestions or general comments at, at my screen time too. We have a Facebook page at my screen time too. And you can also email us at my screen time too at gmail.com. So tune in next time for more real talk about movies and TV beloved by kids and tolerated by my parents. Bye. Screen time.